0: If you are a service-based entrepreneur and you have ever felt this feeling like I'm either not doing the right things or I'm missing the right strategy, and that's why my results aren't going fast enough, then this episode's for you because I'm talking all about the number one mistake that entrepreneurs focus on and how it's actually leading to your burnout. That's all coming up on this episode, so stay tuned. Welcome to Breaking the Entrepreneur Burnout Cycle, your go-to resource helping service-based entrepreneurs break free from burnout. Each week, you'll learn how to identify and eliminate subconscious habits so that you can create a thriving business with greater income, greater impact, and the freedom to live life to the fullest while having your time, energy, and health. This is Breaking the Entrepreneur Burnout Cycle. Hey, hey, everyone! Welcome in to another episode of Breaking the Entrepreneur Burnout Cycle podcast. Today, I'm sharing with you the number one lesson that I had to learn, um, and that when I did learn, led to the hockey stick trajectory of growth, not only financially but personally in my business. And if you are a service-based entrepreneur, then I am willing to bet that you started your business not only because you were passionate about helping people doing something that you love or that you've experienced and that you never want anyone else to go through, but also because you wanted freedom, right? You wanted the freedom of making your own schedule, the freedom of you know, making the income that you wanna make rather than what the nine to five could give you. Right. And how many of us get into entrepreneurship for these reasons? And then, you know, we are ambitious, we're go getters. And, you know, we're so used to either in, from school experiences or work experiences, we are so used to just putting our nose down, putting the work in, rolling up our sleeves to do it and getting the results that we want. And then we get to entrepreneurship and we try to approach getting results the same way by rolling up our sleeves and doing the work and learning and just all of the focus is on the doing. What can I do? What can I control, right? How many of us have gotten in that position to approach success in business that way? And if you're raising your hand of, yep, Rihanna, that is me. Don't worry, you're not alone because this was the number one mistake that I made as well. And, you know, we get into entrepreneurship thinking from the old ways that we've achieved success that if I work hard and the harder I work, right, the faster I'm going to get the results. And yet in business, it just doesn't work that way. And we start to realize that the growth rate isn't always from the doing and that growth in business isn't a linear path, that it has its winds and its turns and its ups and its downs. And we really start to get discouraged because the old way, the way that we have always achieved success, no longer is getting us the results that we hope for. And that's where I see so many entrepreneurs, including myself, begin to you know, fall into these stories that I'm a failure or I'm not doing enough and that's why I'm not going fast enough when the reality is that you only believe that because you have been operating from this subconscious belief that the more you do and the harder you work, the faster you will get to where you want to go. And the reality is that in business, the rate at which you grow actually isn't determined by the doing and by the strategies. A lot of it also has to do with how much you grow on a personal level, right? We hear the phrase, like one of my business mentors, James Wedmore, he says this all the time and it is so true, but it is so hard to wrap our logical minds around because we're so indoctrinated and used to the old ways of approaching success, right? The hard work equals success. And the reality is that the level at which your business grows is the level at which you grow. And we hear the statement all the time that a business is a reflection of your internal being. And I find that that statement so true because oftentimes we're out there where we're chasing the external, we're chasing all the strategies and chasing all the learning that we believe will help us get faster trajectory in our business and I know I did the same thing um and you're doing all the things that your coaches are telling you to do, right, like you're getting on the sales calls, you're reaching out to people, you're putting content out there. And if you're anything like where I was, you're not getting the results that you want fast and you're not getting the results, uh, in the time frame that you thought you would get it. And so you start kind of wondering, like, am I doing something wrong? Because you're just not sure why you aren't seeing the results. And yet it seems to be working for everyone else. And, I wanted to share my own experience with this and share with you guys really what helped me get out of this because I think it's so easy to feel like we are alone in feeling like we're not going fast enough and we feel like we're alone and feeling like maybe it's us, maybe we're the problem or maybe uh something you're doing just isn't right and it's so easy to fall in that trap because Everything that we see on social media really just highlights and shares the happy wins, the uh, income wins, the highlight reels, right? And not a lot of people like to share the struggles that happen behind the scenes, that happen behind closed doors, because I think that our society has this tendency to really perceive struggles as... A form of weakness. It is seen really more as a negative rather than a positive. And if you know me um, or if you're getting to know me, then you're going to learn really quick that this is just not my style. That I will always opt to share with you the struggles alongside the triumphs because I remember being there and I remember how alone I felt in dealing with all of the self-doubt and the frustration and feeling like it was weakness to share those things when the reality is so many people are craving that connection and craving the uh, knowledge of knowing that they're not alone in facing this. And I know I did. And I remember during the times that I felt so alone that some of the people that I still look up to, that I still buy their books and listen to the podcasts and take their courses and things like that are people like Pat Flynn and my mentor, Dr. Shannon Irvin, who the thing that I love most about them is their brutal honesty. Their genuine honesty is really a better way to put it about what they go through and what they've gone through in order to get to the level of success that they're at. And They're just so authentic and real and they share with you everything behind the curtains so that you know that you're not alone in what you're facing. And it gave me a lot of hope during those times where I hit that wall, where I felt like giving up. And I genuinely hope that this can serve as a place to do the same for you because it is what kept me going in times where I felt like throwing in the towel. And I want you to know that this is where you can come to know that you are not alone and that what you're feeling is completely normal. Um, And I also want you to know that there's a way out, that there is a better way, that there is a way out of this. And if I can do it, so can you. And if my clients can do it, so can you. And if you're listening to this and this is hitting home, then you are definitely in the right place because everything that I've described, right, that is part of my story. And I know that most of you guys know the story of how I quit my corporate PT job at CHI at the end of 2020. um, And I went on to create a cookie empire that replaced my PT income. But what you might not know about my story is that towards the end of the first year as a cookie maker, I really, I genuinely missed being in the clinic and I missed helping people, uh, heal because that is part of my values. That is part of who I am is that healer in me love seeing when people light up, when you help them. And I miss that. I missed being in the clinic and working with people on that intimate level and you know I started talking to my husband Sean about this and it was like no later than two weeks when I first started telling my husband that I missed being there and I missed um, that feeling in the clinic that one of my old co-workers actually reached out and told me about a small private outpatient clinic that she started working at and that uh they had an opening and she asked if i wanted to work there and it was crazy because somehow i had manifested this this dream job and to put icing on the cake like it was for an amazing boss who was literally my soulmate of a boss like she was literally um checking off every box that i had wanted in my job as a physical therapist when I first started my career because she was the type of boss that I love and admire. Like she allowed me to create my own schedule and not only that, but just her vision of holistic health and um, spirituality and all of these things really aligned with mine. And she was the best boss who supported every single dream that I had, that I had behind my eyes, and she genuinely cared about fostering my growth, both as a physical therapist and as a personal, uh, my personal development. And I was working there for about a year, as I was getting certified as a neuro coach and building my coaching business. And I loved everything about working there, and yet there was still this inkling, like this persistent, tiny voice. ...within me that was telling me that this wasn't the right path. That even though the clinic and the boss and my co-workers... ...all were who I wanted to be with... ...it wasn't my path. And I don't know where that inkling came from. I just knew that it was telling me that coaching... ...was where I was meant to put all of my time and energy and love into... And that was where I was meant to go. And it was telling me that it was meant for me to go all in and really foster my voice and my skills here. And so I did. I listened to that intuition. And at first, right, I got clients fast. I got, you know, 12 clients within like the first year of my business, which then replaced my PT income. And it was almost as if the universe was like smiling down and rewarding the fact that I had listened to the intuition, that I had listened to going all in. And I was so excited because it was like, hell yeah, here I am. I took another risk and I listened and look at how it's being rewarded. And that's when the next growing pain hit where I hit this really, really long ebb in my business. No sales calls were coming in, no new clients were coming in. It was like literally radio silence. And it really created this sense of panic in me. Like, and I can't even describe it as panic. It really was like anxiety attacks were back because I here I was like, I had quit this amazing dream job and I just invested The remainder of my nest egg in my coaches and I've lost count at this point of the number of times that like I've cried my eyes out after getting numerous back-to-back no's like I think there was a point where I had gotten I don't know 10 no's in a row and it was happening as I was watching my financial numbers go into the red because I had Bet on myself, and I had invested in a coach, and I hadn't seen the return on my investment yet. And I've lost count of the number of times of how much, I of how many times like I've sat down and I went on Indeed.com and I and looked at PT jobs and filled out applications, but never actually submitted them because I had this this feeling that I was failing, that I was putting my family at risk, and. I've lost count of how many nights I've tossed and turned and like just felt shameful and was telling myself negative stories like maybe I made a mistake on betting on myself uh maybe I'm an idiot for giving up my dream job or like maybe a thriving business just isn't in the cards for me and on top of that right the things that the coaches were teaching us in our mastermind, it was popping off for everyone else in the mastermind. And I started to feel that comparisonitis where, right, I felt comparison while I was happy for them. Like some of them were hitting 5k months and some were hitting in the upper echelon of like 60k months. And while I was happy for them, I also started wondering, like, when is it my turn and feeling comparison. And I will admit that, like, the panic mixed with the comparison really made me feel like maybe I needed more information or more certifications uh, because I had this belief that the reason I wasn't getting more traction is because I wasn't good enough or I wasn't experienced enough yet. And that's why. And it actually led to me chasing More courses, more certifications, and like to the point that I'm not afraid to share with you guys that it led to me actually digging myself in a deeper hole and it led to me needing to hit rock bottom basically where I needed to ask my parents for help. And it was probably lowest moments in my career where I felt so much shame and guilt for a long time. And I share this with you not to get sympathy, but to really just share the lesson that then took me from panic to the hockey stick trajectory growth in my business. Because once I started realizing that I was focusing on the wrong things, that I was carrying uh, faulty beliefs that were actually slowing my growth and creating a longer ebb in my business than a flow, Because once I started focusing on the right thing, that is when the magic in my business happened. And when I say the right thing, you might be asking, well, what is that right thing? And it's this. Once I started working through the faulty beliefs that were running in the subconscious of stories such as I'm not good at sales, uh, asking for That much means I need to prove why I'm worth it. I don't know if my goal is realistic. Am I being greedy for wanting this much money? And those stories were running unintentionally in the background, unintentionally driving the behaviors and actions that were actually shooting myself in the foot. And it was creating this long streak of no's because Right, It's one of those things where the universe will always give you either the lesson that you need to learn or um, it will give you what you desire. It's one of the two, but it won't give it to you until you're ready, until you've learned the lessons that you needed to learn to get to the next level. And you hear me talk about this all the time, but we have a framework in neurocoaching called the model of STEBDAR. And it stands for this where the situation leads to a thought and that thought triggers an emotion and those repeated over time become a belief. That belief lives in the subconscious. It lives in the blind spot and it unintentionally will drive your decisions and actions. And that, you know, the actions are what get you your results. And so those stories of I'm not good at sales or that I'm being greedy or that I need to prove why I'm worth it. All of that was self-sabotaging where it was creating unintentional behaviors like not asking for the sale or hesitating when telling people the price of my services um, or procrastinating and just focusing on being busy versus focusing on the 20% that was going to move the needle forward. And I share that with you because... When you're going against a belief that you might not even realize is there, then you're going to always create self-sabotage because you're always going to feel that fight, flight or freeze response that is so uncomfortable that it will actually create avoidance. It will create where your brain perceives that as a possible threat to your safety and it will try to avoid it at all costs or at all possible costs. And you cannot outperform a limiting belief. You just can't. And I had to learn that the hard way where I had dug myself into such a big financial hole because I kept chasing. And so how many of us, right, hold this backwards belief that the reason that you don't have results yet is because you aren't doing enough or you're not saying it perfectly or you're not doing something right or you're missing something in your certifications. And what I learned is that when we chase it, we start doing all the things and chasing all the courses because we believe that if we're expert enough, then we will have the six or seven figure business when that thinking is just not true. And it's actually what's going to potentially lead to your burnout. And the reality is that the lesson that I learned is that if you want different results, then you have to train your brain to have different beliefs that align with those results. Because if your brain doesn't believe it, you're not going to see it or you're going to burn out in the process. And I don't know how woo you guys are, but I am pretty spiritual and woo. And I believe that business really has an energetic and a spiritual component to it as well because sales is really just an energetic transaction. It is trading energy for energy. And we hear this all the time about the law of attraction like attracts like. And what you set into motion is what you're going to see. So if you're operating from stories of self-doubt and fear, then you're attracting that. And you're actually repelling the very thing that you want. And I was doing that, right? All of those stories that I was holding was energetically creating a boundary to receiving. And my clients felt that. And the people on the sales calls felt that. And that was creating the self-sabotaging unintentionally. And so if you're choosing to enroll in the stories that elicit fear and scarcity, then you're tuning in. Uh, I use the analogy a lot of the law of attraction being like a radio you choose what station you tune into and therefore what music you hear. And so if you're choosing to enroll in stories that elicit fear and scarcity, then you're tuning your station to receive that energetically. And so as I always will say, if you want different results, then you've got to change the way you think because that is the very thing that is slowing down your progress, both from a scientific performance level and from an energetic standpoint. And I didn't realize this until I worked through the neurocoaching myself and until I used it on myself. And once those stories were eliminated, that's when the magic happened. That's when my business took off. And if you're ready to learn how you can eliminate the stories that are getting in your way and how you can wire your brain for success at an accelerated speed then I have a link in the show notes where you can schedule a free strategy session with me because the reality is that you need to own being the creator of your thoughts so that you can get in that 10 out of 10 believability that allows you to perform and operate at a different level so that you unlock, right, that level of success that you're seeking. And so that's all I have for you today. I hope that You know that you are the creator of your thoughts, which ultimately create your reality. And I can't thank you guys enough for tuning in every Tuesday and listening to the podcast. And for those of you who have either reached out or have left a review, I thank you so much for your time um, because I know how valuable it is. And I will see you guys on the next episode. Until then, bye for now.